Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 109. Today, I'm going to walk you through the one writing exercise that can totally help revolutionize your life, your business, and your brand. That's right. I'm going to walk you through something that is so powerful in owning your story so that the next time somebody says, so tell me a little bit about yourself, you know exactly where to begin. I believe that our power, it lies in stories that create connection. Connection. And today I'm going to walk you through how to do that and how to decipher which stories are the ones worth telling. I also put together an epic cheat sheet so that you can walk through this exercise on your own after you're done listening. You can find that at jennacutcherblog slash 109 and you can access that download there where you can get your hands on the exact exercise that I am about to walk you through. So let's dive on in. Are you ready to tell your story and transform your business. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast with Jenna Kutcher, the live workshop style business podcast for creative girl bosses. So you can train from the experts how to dig in, do the work and tackle your goals along the way. Here's your host, photographer, educator, artist and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Yo, 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 it is Jenna here, and usually this is the point of the show where podcast hosts talk for a solid 5, 10, even 15 minutes about some product that you need to purchase or some coupon code, and maybe you're like me and you just fast forward through to get to the actual content. But fear not, you don't have to do that here. I dropped all of my sponsors in an attempt to get back to why I started this whole thing in the first place, which is to bring you the best free education twice a week. So today's show isn't brought to you by a paid sponsor. It's brought to you by my free Instagram guide, Captions That Convert. That's right. I made a totally free guide dissecting captions that don't just get likes and comments, but captions that actually convert your followers into clients. Because what good is that number under your name if it's not showing you results in your bank account? So grab this free resource and more at jkinsta.com. That's right. We all love free. So hop on over to JK Insta and up-level your Instagram game in no time. All right, guys, raise your hand if you feel boring. Is your hand in the air? 
Okay, good. Because that probably means that you're normal and not an egocentric or self-infatuated human being. So you're welcome here. I mean, everyone's welcome here, let's be honest. But if you're feeling that when I ask you that question, if you feel boring, yeah, you're in good company. Now, here's the thing. Have you ever scrolled through Instagram and wondered, like, how are these people so interesting? Here I am just punching that time clock or working from the couch every single day in my yoga pants or yesterday's shirt. Is it just me or are you with me? Because here's the deal. I have believed the lie that I was boring for so long. I mean, in fact, I still think I'm boring, but people are interested because you are interesting. One of the coolest things about what I do, my brand, my business, the podcast is that I believe in the power of stories and I believe that the ability to use our stories in a way to make an impact is one of the coolest things about what we can do as human beings. And so today I want to guide you through an exercise that can absolutely transform your brand, your business, heck, even the confidence you have in yourself and the fact that you're not that boring. And it's something that I've done and continue to do in my business as my brand evolves, but it's something I challenge every entrepreneur to do because this exercise is going to help you on those days where you feel like you have absolutely nothing to say, nothing interesting to share, nothing to add to the world. So it's so funny because when I look at who I am or the brand that I've built, it's a pretty normal thing. Like, I'm a very basic girl. Like, I love cozy sweaters and pumpkin spice lattes, and I really do live in yoga pants. And what's so funny about it is that for some reason, people think I'm interesting, but then they look at themselves and they see all the basic things about them and they write themselves off and say, no one could possibly care about me but you couldn't be more wrong, you guys. And so today I want to lead you through this exercise because I seriously think that it could transform your business, your brand, and your life. Now, what I think is, is that we are all walking and living and breathing stories. And while you might feel uninteresting, there are pieces of your journey and tales that will connect you to other people. And when you can understand and refine and hone in on what these stories are, you can become a professional at sharing these stories in a meaningful way, in turning people from just merely acquaintances to friends and from followers to paying clients. Now, what's so funny is that I believe that social media is a chance to grow platform, of course, but what good are more followers if you're not actually converting them into clients? And you can't just convert them into clients off of the products or services that you offer because while those might be a selling feature, they're probably not the most unique selling feature. I think that you are the most unique selling feature. And I remember being in college and we would talk about what is the USP, which is the unique selling proposition. What is it that sets this product or service or brand apart? And the more entrepreneurs I meet, especially creative entrepreneurs, the more people I meet regular human beings punching that time clock, the more that I realize that the USP in all of us is our stories. So when was the last time that you actually like sat down to write out parts of your story? Probably like never, right? Unless you're awesome and you have a journal and you write things down. But even then, you haven't refined your stories in a way that can really create connection. And when I look at our ability to actually connect with people, I believe that the best way to do that is through our stories. 
So maybe you're like, okay, stop talking about what you're going to teach and just start teaching it. Maybe you're wondering, well, what is this, quote, awesome exercise? And what it is, is it's all about writing your main brand or just personal stories. Now, these are the stories that you are curating from your life and experience that is going to create connection with your ideal clients or with strangers while crafting this narrative that can make you sound interesting even on days when you're working out of your PJs and eating leftovers. So something that I've realized is that sometimes the ability to crawl into that hole and say, I'm so basic, I'm so boring, nobody cares about me, that is the thing that can connect us with other people. And so when you think about what connection actually looks like, it often looks like understanding that you can say, me too. Like, I am working from home in my yoga pants, me too. I am eating last night's leftovers, me too. And so when you can start to figure out those connection points that can allow not just your average consumer, but your ideal client to say, oh my gosh, me too, that is where you start to create these brand connections that can remove the pricing question out of the way. And so when I started to develop my brand and to build it, I realized that I had to get very clear on what were recognizable brand stories. My question is this, if you were to post a post without a watermark, without a credit, without your handle on it, would people be able to recognize that story as coming from you? Would they be able to spot your words from a mile away? Would they understand the narrative that you're telling? So I want to know, are you ready to walk through this exercise with me? I hope you're saying yes. Feel free to audibly say, yes, Jenna, I'm ready. Okay, because let's do this. So I want for you to first ask yourself, what am I most passionate about in life? Now, if you're struggling here, think about if you had an entirely free day or free weekend with zero limits, what is it that would excite you? Now, something tells me that whatever that thing is, it's something that you are passionate about, and there is likely a story behind that passion. One of the best ways that we can start crafting your narrative is through digging deep into the archives of your life to find stories that help tell more about you, about what you love, about why you love it. So whenever I would get a wedding inquiry that I could explore a little deeper, one of the questions I would ask is, what are you most passionate about in life? Because I don't know about you, but if you've ever sat down with a stranger, you're asking questions to find something that you can say, me too. Oh my gosh, I'm with you. So whenever I ask people, what in life are you most passionate about? It at least gives me the opportunity to draw from my personal experiences or draw from my own stories so that we can find this connection point beyond the product or service that we're offering. So whenever I would go to consults, which I don't really do much anymore, and we'd sit down in a Starbucks, I would ask them questions about themselves well before I would ever ask them about their wedding or what they needed out of wedding photos because I believe in the power of connection and I believe in the ability for stories to connect us. So when I ask you, well, what are you most passionate about in this life? I want for you to just start thinking. Think about the things that fire you up. Think about the things that you love studying or learning about. Think about the articles you pop open on social media. Think about what excites you. So 
For example, it's no secret that I love dogs. My dogs are sitting right next to me right now. We foster dogs. I stop and pet every puppy. Heck, I wish there was this app that would tell me where the nearest pettable dogs are so that I could go find them and give them a kiss. And so as a story, I could talk about when I was a kid wanting to become a vet. And my mom, she set up this day for me to job shadow the vet because my mom is amazing. And so she found a vet in our little local town and she said, said, hey, my daughter wants to become a vet. I know she's only 10 years old, but can she come job shadow you just to see if she's passionate about it? But after watching a cat get fixed and a troll get dissected, I really quickly realized that maybe my true calling was just being a puppy cuddler and not a veterinarian, a title and a job that I take far more seriously than the operating table. Now, when I share something like this, this can open the doors for more animal lovers and it can help paint a picture of who Jenna was when she was a little girl. So can you see just how when you look at what you're passionate about, maybe it's cooking and you have a story about cooking with your grandmother, why that was important, or maybe you're passionate about clothing and you watch Project Runway on repeat. All of these things can be ways to create connection and to start crafting a narrative that makes you appear to be more human than just a business or a brand. So the next part of this is that I want for you to think of a transformation that you have experienced in life. Now, if you're like me, you're probably like, honestly, I don't know if I've ever morphed into anything new. I don't really know what my transformation is, but people often get stumped here, but absolutely every human being has been through a transformation in their life, almost a before and after. People love to hear about how you started in one place and then transformed into a new location, a new position, a new mindset, whatever that looks like. I mean, think about it. Who doesn't love seeing those before and after photos and then learning about the transformation that took place? I mean, that is one of the most effective ways to market anything. And as consumers, we kind of love to see like, hey, they started here and they finished here and here's what they did to get there. So to give this story major power in terms of a business, a transformation on how you got to where you are can open up conversations and allow people to see more of the journey that you have encountered. And so when I think about the transformation, what I think is so important is really sharing the struggle the before and after, the visual side of things, and what you learned in the process. So for example, you've likely heard me talk about the story of how I worked in a windowless corporate office at my job, and I felt like my soul was being sucked out of me. I then purchased a $300 camera from Craigslist that ended up being my one-way ticket out of that job and opened up the opportunity for me to become an entrepreneur. That $300 investment and a heck of of a lot of work is what helps me get this seven-figure empire growing, the one that I'm currently running. And so that story of transformation, while it can be a super brief story, it starts with the beginning, the windowless corporate office. It then talks about the vehicle that I used for transformation, which for me was a $300 camera from Craigslist. And then it brings you to the outcome, which is the current seven-figure operation that I am running today. 
And so when you start to think about transformation, there are transformations that happen in our lives all of the time. Another example of this would be if you've ever gone through a period of grief. And so you can talk about what your loss was, how you started the process of healing, and where it led you to. Grief can serve a really powerful role in our lives if we can start to acknowledge a story that is woven in between those really hard days. And I know for a lot of people, grief can be that little fire under our butts to get moving and to really focus on what matters. And so transformative stories can be so important in your brand because nowadays we have this habit of looking at people online, seeing their websites, looking at their social media, and thinking that they've always been there. But if you can get really good at crafting the narrative of transformation, you can show people at all different walks of the journey how you overcame and what was on the other side for you. And I think there is nothing more inspiring than owning that transformation and figuring out how to super clearly communicate it in a way that resonates. So now that you've had your transformation story and you've walked through something that you're passionate about, I want for you to think of three stories that have the potential to connect you with your dream clients. Now, a lot of times we have stories that are about our work and we get caught up as entrepreneurs in marketing, 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 and selling our products or services. And while I think those are incredibly valuable and obviously necessary, I also believe that you have the ability to help us connect with our dream clients in giant ways. It is also important to really figure out how you can connect beyond what you do to create a more human experience that will give people a reason to follow you and or trust you even if they don't currently need what you're selling. So one of the biggest ways that people are missing the opportunity of storytelling is that they're hiding behind their work. And trust me, I know it's a safe little cozy warm spot to hang out. But we start to trick ourselves into believing that only people care about what we create. And instead of focusing on having people fall in love with us as the creators, we're out there trying to market and sell and put our products and services in front of people in a way that's not going to resonate. And so for my challenge for you on this is I want for you to think of three stories that have the potential to connect you with your dream clients. And one of the biggest questions I get is, well, what if I am not my ideal client? Trust me, friends, I get it. I am not my ideal client in many ways of the sense. But when you can get clear on who your ideal client is, there are likely going to be connection points that can connect you even if you're not just like them. We confuse the fact that stories have to resonate so deeply that people are like, this is exactly like me. But what if we could just invoke the sense of me too, even if it's in the smallest of ways. So I want for you to think about stories from your childhood that have helped shape you into who you are. I want for you to think about stories that help share more about what makes you you or stories that help share passions of yours beyond just what you do today. You want to write these stories and carefully craft them in a way to make sure that they are the most succinct, detail-rich, fun, and simple stories for you to tell because these may become your very own brand stories. 
Let's be honest, we all have this love-hate relationship with Instagram. We find ourselves scrolling, we're hashtagging our way into oblivion, trying to crack the code on how to get more followers, and we're straight up exhausted from the rat race. I get it. That is why I want to help you. This show is made possible with the help of my totally free Insta resources to help you write captions that convert, to use hashtags that actually connect you to your dream clients, and so much more. Hop on over to jkinsta.com and get your hands on my resources created with you in mind. That's right. It's free 99 and it is waiting for you over at jkinsta.com. Go dig on in and I'll see you over on the gram. So what is a brand story? Well, they're the stories that we weave throughout our copy, throughout our posts, throughout our brand, throughout our email. So for example, I love to share the story about how Drew and I fell in love because it helps people see deeper into our relationship to understand that I value marriage and to introduce Drew as a leading character of my brand. I want people to care about Drew because I care about him. Other stories that help give me my brand diversity include stories about our miscarriages, sharing personal stories about body image, including stories about my journey as an entrepreneur. So I want for you to think about what stories are you finding that you're telling most often? So if I were to catch you at a cocktail hour and we started talking, what would be a story that you were excited to share? I know a lot of times we struggle to think about what those would be, but they're really obvious. They're things that people ask us about all the time. They're things that we love to talk about. And one thing that I think is so powerful about this exercise that we can work through together is when you can actually take the time to write down these stories, you can remove any of the fluff. You can remove any unnecessary elements. I mean, how many of us have been around somebody who's trying to tell a story and they're like, and then I was at 21st Street and 7th Street. No, 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 no. Ah, What was it? Was it Lafayette Street? And you're like, okay, this really doesn't matter. And so when we start to figure out how to tell our stories in a really captivating way, that is where you hit the sweet spot. And so what I love about this challenge is that it gets us writing down our stories, reviewing them, getting really clear on what the purpose is in terms of connection, and then getting comfortable in sharing them in a way. So I often tell about how Drew and I, we met my freshman year. He thought I was from California because I loved Abercrombie and Fitch, and we became really good friends. Now, he was dating his high school sweetheart, and I was dating other people. I was out there trying to find my husband, I guess. And Drew and I were always each other's person, and we had the same double major, so we took all of our classes together, and after three years of best friendship, we finally kissed one night while watching Home Alone, and I remember there were fireworks, and I couldn't sleep, and I was just so excited that it had finally happened. And we talk a lot about just the narrative of Drew and I because it helps people get context. It also helps me connect with my potential clients, so if I'm working with brides, they want to hear about my relationship. They likely want to hear about my marriage because, um, hi, I'm playing a role in their future marriage. And I just want them to know a little bit more about me so that when we start talking about our relationships, they have the ability to say, me too. Oh my gosh. So one of the things that I get asked about the most is like, how do you create this brand that allows people to feel like they know you? I feel like one of the most common 
comments that I get is, Jenna, I feel like we would be best friends. I feel like we could sit down and have a margarita. I wish that we could just hang out. And I get that because I've become very, very good and comfortable at telling stories. And so when you can look at how you can start telling stories, I kind of want to share, well, where are you going to use these? Because when you can sit down and write five really good brand stories, you're going to start to find opportunities to use them and to share them so that they become so recognizable. So that when people read these words, they're like, ah, I know who this is coming from. And they feel a connection beyond just what you do. So if you're wondering, okay, well, where do I use these? These will be the stories that you learn that you practice, and that you tell often. These would be the stories that you would share at cocktail hours when you're meeting new people, at workshops if you're kind of throwing yourself in to the pack and trying to get to know people. These would be the stories that you share on your website, in your Instagram captions, in your email copy. And you want to weave these stories through because when you have three to five stories that you can tell and that you can tell very well, it'll give you the confidence and give you a true recognizable brand and voice that can help create connection. Now, I know that it is easy to feel boring, but there are stories that you can tell that can make you share context passion, and perspective in the most powerful ways. And when you can sit down and really take time to focus on telling your main stories so well that everyone is excited to hear what's next, and when you can remove those unnecessary details and focus on telling them in the most captivating way, you can absolutely create connection that is going to help convert clients into customers. So one of the areas that I see people struggle with the most is when it comes to captioning things. How many of us go to put out an image of our work and we get stuck behind fluffy adjectives? I know I've talked about this on the show, but I hate words like beautiful, gorgeous, swoon-worthy, I don't know, all those words that we try to use. And what I do to challenge myself is... Am I doing this story justice? Because I think that everything we're putting out there, whether it's a blog post, a Facebook post, an Instagram post, an email, whatever that is, it should serve a purpose. And while we love beautiful imagery, especially as photographers, you want to make sure that you are telling a story. Now, this doesn't mean that every single caption has to be five paragraph essays, but what it does mean is that it should serve as a challenge to tell stories that are going to create connection. So things that I know about my ideal client, they value quality over quantity. A lot of them are obsessed with their dogs, and so we can talk about our pets all day long. My brides are obviously getting married, so we can talk all about planning our own wedding. I can tell stories about when Drew and I planned our wedding, what I would do differently, why it was the best day of our lives, etc., etc., And so when you start to create those little pieces of connection, it really helps people to feel like they can know you, like you, and trust you. And man, that is huge. So when you go to write a caption or a story, what I would love for you to do is remove every single adjective, every single one of them. Cut out the fluff, okay? And I want for you to read that story. And is it strong? Does it make sense? Is the stage being set? Are we falling in love with that character, that main character? Are we seeing the struggle? Are we hearing about them overcoming? Are we celebrating the victory? And so when I go to write things about my clients, it challenges me to pay attention. How many of us were just so focused on the way things look that we forget to listen? 
I know I've been guilty of this in the past. And so when I go into a wedding day, I am challenged to listen to the vows, listen to the speeches, listen to the little nuances, the way that people talk about the couple. Listen to those little words that are exchanged between the bride and groom. And I want to remember those things so that when I go to tell a story, it is captivating. It helps fill in the blanks that an image could never do. And it also tells my clients that I was paying attention. So if you're listening to this and you're like, but Jenna, I suck at writing. Okay, first off, join the club. I don't know very many people that think they're excellent at writing. But what you can do is you can encourage your clients to tell their own story. Once you start to harness the power of storytelling and the way that it can play a role in your brand, you then can extend the invitation to have your ideal clients tell their own stories. And trust me when I say this, sometimes their words are more powerful than yours could ever be. And so when you can set them up for success, asking some really unique questions about how they met and fell in love or what they're most passionate about or what was their fear before they hired you or bought from you and what did they overcome in that or what is something in their life that they just can't believe happened to them. And when you encourage them to tell their story, they're going to feel liberated, they're going to feel excited, they're going to feel connected. And so if you are truly struggling to write, have your clients write for you. There is something so cool about giving people the opportunity and platform to tell their own story. So I want to quick run through this exercise because I truly believe that this one exercise could totally change your business, change your confidence, and change the narrative. So first things first, you want to write a story about something you are passionate about in life. Now this could have to do with your work or what you're hoping to make a profitable business, but this also could just be something that you're really excited about. Like I said, we love dogs, so I could talk all about dogs all day and all night, and that is going to connect me with other people who also love animals. Next, I want for you to think of a transformation you've experienced in your life. Again, I always tell the story about how I worked in a windowless office at my corporate job and I got a $300 camera from Craigslist and that set me free. Yes, I tell that story often because it shows the power of transformation and it also shows people what's possible. And that's why that is one of my favorite brand stories to tell. With transformation, you can also talk about hard times or hard things you've experienced in your life, how you overcame them, and there you are crafting such a powerful narrative because you're creating a likable character, putting an obstacle in front of them, and then showing how they overcome and what that end result can be. And then lastly, I want for you to just think of three stories that have the potential to connect you with your dream clients. Let's say you create a product or something that's like home decor. Maybe you could talk about a story about how when you were 10 years old, you begged your mom to let you paint your room rainbow shades or something like that and really craft a solid narrative about why you love what you create beyond just talking about the products or services themselves. So you want to think of three stories that have the potential to connect to your dream clients beyond what you do and really start to figure out ways that you can share them. 
I've shared the JK5, the Jenna Kutcher 5 method when it comes to social media, which is cycling through five different categories that help give your brand diversity, that help make you have connection points beyond your products or services, and that help you serve your audience before you ever go to sell to them. And so when you think of the JK5, how cool would it be to have these brand stories that you can tell in different ways over and over and over again to create that brand recognition and to inspire people to really connect to you. Now, this is an exercise that I would love for you to just sit down and crank out. We have created a resource so that you can do this. If you go to jennacutcherblog.com slash 109, you can get your hands on my brand storytelling guide where I will ask you these questions and give you the space to brainstorm. And trust me, it's going to take a little bit of time, but once you create this, you're going to know what to say and how to say it and when to share it so that you can create connections so that people that don't even need your product or service today have a reason to follow you because you become a likable character in their life through the stories you're telling. There is so much power in our stories and I want for you to recognize that. I want for you to embrace the fact that you are not boring, that you are interesting and your stories deserve to be told. And I want for you to start looking at your social media as a place where you can write your legacy, where you can share these stories in a way that create connection, that create community, that create a place for ideal clients to find you. So again, grab that free download at jennacutcherblog.com slash 109. And until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. I cannot wait to hear your stories. Make sure to tag me when you share them so that I can connect with you in an even bigger way. Thanks for listening to Gold Digger. Dive into show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time, you gold-digging dream chaser you.